White's cover of that. It is so no, fucking I think, good. Did I show it to you? I think you did. I think I first heard it from you because it's like that real soulful version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you showed it to me. Yo, there's this lady. Such a good wh- cover. Whoever works out behind at that at that CrossFit place, they be playing it all the time too. That specific version. Uh, and I it's think so you- <laughs> good. I think it's on Spotify now. It's so, so. good. Oh god. But anywho, let me just stop doing this. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. Hey, it's Monetism. And Adora Colors. And this, this is, is Two, Two Girls, Girls, One, one Gram. Welcome back. Right? We're back for another session. We're really excited. We're always excited. We're always excited <laughs> to talk to you guys. Always excited to smoke weed. And always excited to shoot our shit. Yeah. And this is the this is the um Sunday after uh Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. I don't know why, but that like really excites me that like this is the Sunday after Valentine's. I can't wait I know. to hear. I know, because honestly, I love Love oh, Day. Did. Me too. Happy belated Valentine's Day. If you don't have a Valentine's... I got too excited. If you don't have a Valentine's, or if you didn't have a Valentine's, anybody could be your Valentine's, because love is not just romantic. So that's the time to celebrate all the loves. Love yes. up your dog. I love my dog. <laughs> Rest in peace, doggy. So first thing we're going to start off with is what we always start off with is our past the blunt features. The best part of the entire session. This is where y'all find out about just new people that you probably had never even fucking heard of. You're and welcome. so this is why it's our favorite part of the session. You're welcome. Um, mm. I guess I'll go ahead and start us off. I'm excited about, I think this might be the first, probably. One of the first visual artists that I've passed the blunt to, oh. and um, she is like a digital visual, uh, a digital visual artist. So she makes most of her artwork um, on. Uh, well, actually, I don't know what medium she uses. So it's like digital art, but though? it's digital art. <laughs> her yeah. name is Alana Hunter, mm. hmm. and I picked her because besides just like me really just thinking that she's a good-ass artist, her um her subject matter is amazing. Like, it'd be gay as fuck. And yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of it is just, like, uh, uh, most of her art is just, um, it just depicts, like, everyday scenarios. So she might have, like, a piece where it's literally, like, a girl and her girlfriend, like, smoking a blunt in the bed. Oh, that's together. So cute. Or she might have one where it's just like a yoga class and it's all women of color. Like it's mm-hmm. all just like very practical, like everyday things, but it's all digital. 
um are all digitized and it's i don't know it's just so cute cute. and some of them i think she she has some animated ones as well and those are really cute that's cute and i don't know if you're into like i've i've always been super into like uh digital paintings and things if you're into Mm -hmm. that and I don't, how do I put it? It's cool as shit. I don't, I don't know how people do it. Right. It's like, but you can really see yourself in, like, whenever I mm-hmm. see certain things that she makes, I'm like, this is me as fuck. I could do that. Right. That's like, me. this is me. Definitely. That's so important. They had one where a girl was, like, smoking a blunt on the yoga mat. That's you. And that's me as fuck. <laughs> that's like, But anyway, she's amazing, though. Of course, she's, um, she's black. She's mm-hmm. lit. Her name's Alana. She's super sweet. She's super nice. And please, like, go give her a follow. I'm mm. going to post... Um, You'll probably see us post some of her artwork, just because, like, Ooh. it it goes with our aesthetic as well. Oh, yes. You know, like, you know, to be bougie I, about it, it goes with our look. I love an aesthetic. <laughs> and it's just... It's so cute. So we'll, we'll definitely post... Um, Of course, we always post all of our past the Blunt features on our page anyway, mm-hmm. but I want to specifically post some of her art. Um, yes. So you guys can kind of get a taste of, of what she does. But it's so good. Um, it's so simple, but there's just something really magical about, like, seeing, mm. um, seeing art that you, like, really do see yourself in. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So, absolutely. Which, speaking of digital shit, I just kind of want to, this isn't, like, my past, this isn't a part of my past the blunt features, but speaking of digital shit, there is this, um, this, this, uh, web series on YouTube also gay. I love web series. Man, you remember Between Women? <laughs> this is the sweet women. <laughs> Where are your jeans begin? This is the sweet women. Yeah, I do remember that. I watched the shit out of that show. Oh my goodness. What was the web series you are talking about? But yeah, so... This web series is by um, Heartbeat. If you, mostly, if you're gay, I'm like you oh know my God, who Heart I love is. Do you Heart. know who Heart is? I love Heart so, so much. So Heart is like a YouTube content creator. Um, she, mm-hmm. uh, in the past, I don't know if she still makes videos like that, but in the She's past she'd make low. like basically like comedy videos. But like um, skits and stuff. yeah, like yeah. skits and things. Back when like skits on YouTube were like a thing and like when people did like hella skits on like short skits on Instagram. Yeah. Um but Hart did that and uh she's, she's really gay. And she's funny. She's funny as hell and she's so cute. And so she mm-hmm. actually created this web series and it's called Sim Live in Color. Ah! And it goes Sim Live in Color. And it's so cute. Oh my god, you're tapping into my nerd <laughs> side right now. I'm gonna lose my shit. And so it is. She uses the characters. She makes all the characters on Sims and makes all of the um all of the like the all the the scenes and everything on Sims. And then she mm-hmm. goes back in and animates it. It's like it's so an actual like you could show. Yeah, yeah. Like she makes it like it's an, she animates it so that it's like an actual cartoon show. But it's more uh, obviously it's definitely an adult cartoon. It's all done by a video game. She made up a TV a show a web series using sim character. That's crazy. What? It's so good. It like it's it's really like storyline is good as fuck. The storyline is so good. And it's really really cool to see how like cuz when she first started making the episodes it was super like informal. 
Yeah, you would uh watch her with might create uh, the shit. Yeah, like yeah. gameplays, which I also love. I do love gameplays. Yeah, that's but... how I started watching it because I was watching like Sim game Sims games gameplays. Right, and then I came across that shit, and then but now it's evolved into an actual. An it's actual got a theme shit. song. The shit has fucking... The characters have backstories. Like, that's how... Stories and... Deep it is. Like, the, the characters character. have... The, they, they actually have, like, real character development. And if you, yes. like... I am attached to that show yes. now. Like, I am invested, and I am like, I hate... Like, I am not a fan of this person. Yes. Or I'm like, I love that little boy. It's so good. It's Y'all so gotta good. go watch that. And she has a Patreon as well, where you can get exclusive access to the content before Mm -hmm. it drops on YouTube for free. Mm -hmm. So definitely hit up her um, Patreon account to support, Mm -hmm. and you can pledge however much you want a month. But that show is good as fuck. So speaking of, like, um, animated animated shit, Mm -hmm. y'all have to check that out. Like, and it's it's not one of them gay shows that, like, be on some, like, some dumb shit, you know, like finding no. out, like they find <laughs> out that they stud friend like other studs. It's not that. Yeah, no. it's like not. It's the furthest from that. Like it's, it's, it's like, more like the characters just so happen to be gay more than it is like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, being gay is like a part of their identity, but it is not what the show is surrounded. Around. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's so good. It's so good. And it's good. wild to be, like, thinking that a Sims character is fine. But I'm going to leave that right there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yanti's Bitch. That's exactly... Oh! Okay, so y'all got to go check it out. Can y'all just watch the show? And if you... <laughs> If you have not watched the show already, just come back and let's talk about Yanti. Yanti. Like, because that's, like, my favorite story. She's, like, my favorite character. They did that. Okay. We're yeah. not about to go we'll into that. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. But... I, what, who is your past the blank? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I we were really here. about to, like, I will sit here. blush and gush over a fucking cartoon character. So we <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, my past the blunt. I am passing it to um, a pioneer, Miss Kimberly, Miss, oh my goodness, (laughs) Miss Kimberly Crenshaw. I knew it! (laughs) Yeah. Miss Kimberly fucking, motherfucking Crenshaw, bitch, because we're still in Black History Month, and why talk about historical figures? Uh, after they passed away. She's still very alive and she's still very active and she's still very fucking cool for doing what she needs to do. Like... Kimberly Crenshaw's lit. Kimberly Crenshaw... And did she do, like, hella um, voice acting and shit like that? Or is that someone else? Wait. Oh, you're talking about the lady who voices Susie. I am. Oh, what's her name? What is her name? They look alike oh, to me. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. What they is, literally look oh, like fucking twins. Oh my god, she is amazing. Oh my gosh, she's I get amazing. them mixed up all the time. She's What's also amazing. Uh, I, I can't remember. And she was on. Uh, she was on. She was number five on Kiss Next Door. She was on uh, a different world. a different world. Yeah, she's. I don't know, Kimberly. I don't know. I can't remember. Cree Summer, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> audio producer just handed us yeah that's not even we close. were off by but you know mile. what just a mile though not seven and honestly looking at her picture i'm not sure 
that her and Kimberly oh. actually look that Kimberly much alike so much is that they're both just light skinned. Yeah. Do they um, both have locks? They does Cree Summer have locks now? I don't think Cree Summer has locks. Oh, she don't? No. Oh, okay. But I do know Kimberly Kimberly Crenshaw Kimberly does have Crenshaw locks. Has I do locks. know that. Yeah, that's who <laughs> that's who my past of one is this week. Oh, but oh my gosh, Cree Summer is amazing. Like true black girl magic. Yeah. But um Kimberly Crenshaw, also black girl magic. She is known if you don't know who she is, she's known for creating the inter- intersectional. Y'all feminism. don't drag me for that. I'm sorry, pause. What? Don't drag <laughs> me for that because they don't look alike. Let me see. <laughs> they don't look alike. And I feel like, why the fuck did I get them mixed up? Because we high. That's a drag. Yeah, that's it. We high. Y'all just light skin. Y'all look the same, though. It's okay. uh, But honestly, Kimberly's not even that light. They was having a whole argument on Twitter about fucking, um, what's what's that little girl's name? Uh, What? Not, she's one of the, the small, she's not that young, but she's like probably 18, 19, early 20s. And, um, not, she she acts. Oh, she's an actress. Not, um, not, uh, Sahira, Sahara. I'm so bad with. What is her name? I'm so bad with actresses. Sahira, uh, she is so gorgeous, What is she, what was she in? I don't know. Damn. Yara Shahidi. Oh, that girl from Blackish. Yeah, oh. I don't watch Blackish. I don't watch it either. I only know people's faces to the shows they're on. I'm really bad with names. But Twitter was fucking up in arms about whether this girl is light skinned or not. Oh my god! What and was, I honestly just feel what like what's the end goal? Like, what? um, they were. I think she just got cast in a movie, and it's to be historically accurate. They probably should have cast a darker skinned actor actress to play the role so people were arguing some people were like she's not even light-skinned she's brown my thing is number one if we if you're really having an argument over whether she's brown or not she's not dark enough for the role (laughs) yeah number two is is i do think that that shit is like regional like i really do think that like it's like i feel like in new york what we consider light-skinned would be like not light-skinned up there like, I really do think that. Like, I think that, like, in New York, being hella pale is considered light-skinned, well, I feel. Yeah. We in the this... South, is different, you know? Yeah. Even if we go to other parts of the country where they have really dark, or really, like, dark people, we go over there, we are, we could be, like, considered, like, one of, like, on the lighter spectrum. Yeah. It's just so, really I think it's regional, so it's weird to argue. But anyway, let's get back into the lovely Miss Kimberly Crenshaw. Oh, yeah. Miss Kimberly Crenshaw, she created the intersectional feminist theory. And, like, if your feminism isn't intersectional, if anything you believe in isn't intersectional, then, like, what are you even fucking doing, (coughs) honestly? Like, this woman is a pioneer, I'm telling you. Do you understand? She, like, coined that whole shit, that whole phrase. She really has. And, like, it's so important because 
that put into perspective, like, how to shift my language, talking about spaces that I'm comfortable in, spaces that I'm not comfortable in, how I navigate spaces that are racially charged, especially being in the South, that's put, that's changed language for children younger than me, or like, yo, for high schoolers, I hear a lot of high schoolers talking about intersectional feminism, and that's so important, and like, just to see kids, just to see generations who are younger than us, who are starting to kind of open up the lens more, and look at, look at different types of oppression and not as not saying who's more oppressed but seeing how can we do something about these types of oppression acknowledging yeah. them and putting them forward really, kimberly crenshaw yeah. has paved a way for that like that's cool as fuck yeah. definitely more of like a focusing on like the experience yeah rather than like a hierarchy yeah absolutely yeah, so, I mean, she's done a ton of shit. She's, like, an American civil rights advocate, obviously, which is important And did she work. coin? Like, hmm. Actually, no, she didn't. I remembered it. I was going to ask, and I remembered. <laughs> so, yes, I answered my own question eternally. <coughs> Adora is an encyclopedia, but they don't what? know it. <laughs> but it's all jumbled up, because I just got mm-hmm. four different people's names just all the fuck wrong. <laughs> I called Yara Shahidi, Sahara, you know, Sahara, Yahara. You know, points were made. Points were still made. But I don't remember. For some reason, I thought Kimberly Crenshaw and Cree Summer were similar. (laughs) (laughs) And I really don't know why. They're both great women. They are both amazing, amazing women. They're both amazing women. I don't know why the fuck. So, like, I don't know for anybody else who does um, advocate work or if you've done any type of, like, doing any type of advocacy in the streets of anything, after a minute, it can get very draining on you. Um, That's why it just takes a certain type of power to do that and to be out there in the streets like, like advocates today are. And she's doing it from the classroom and because she's a professor at UCLA and it's just so important to teach I'm not saying like we have to teach people how to prepare to go out into the streets and fight about something but like being able to I don't know teach that there are different perspectives yeah so that like if you do if like some shit does break loose like you know why right and also like I don't know. You know, I'm a dropout, but... <laughs> no, same. But if you've been in, like, <clears throat> college courses or college classes, you also know that, like, it's never just about, like... Mm-hmm. When you when you have a good professor, mm-hmm. it's never just about, like, what's coming out of their mouth. It's also, like, a space where, like, you can share. Mm-hmm. If you so choose, if you feel safe. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that that's also, like, that's what I thought of. That's what I think is super cool is, like, she really is, just by, like, having that class, just creating space for people to just, like, talk about their shit. Yeah. You know, if they want to. Honestly. And be, like, validated and affirmed in that. Even though, like, white people would be the main ones in them fucking classes. I hate this class because she makes me feel bad about being white. Sorry, but that happens. I'm looking at you, University of Austin, Texas. You with that? Hell no. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I just know they're super racist. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait. Nah, I went to school to, to No, I went to school with a bunch of niggas on purpose because in high school I went to a PWI and intersectionality, if that's a word, 
Inter- intersection- intersectionality wasn't taught in in my school because I was surrounded. I mean, we tried to have a Cinco de Mayo um, program, and my principal was like, "Well, tell me, do does it look like we live in Mexico?" We were like, "What? Like, what are you talking about?" I went to a PWI, and it was racist it had very racist teachers but nobody says that when they're celebrating saint patty's day nobody right, says nobody i was in the fucking shit. ireland Bitch, nobody says ireland? that right nobody says that Bitch, christmas trees are a dutch thing like why is that shit <laughs> like what i bet you got a christmas tree up in your house too during christmas <laughs> huh yeah but like we weren't taught about that shit we weren't taught about intersectionality so being like it's just she created a language. Yeah. She just created. She created a, an entire world. Yeah, she did. Essentially, she did. Or That's a col- void work, bitch. Ah. If you want, there you go. Just do what she created. That's that. void work. That is void work. A she goddess. literally created the language. She created an entire world mm-hmm. and field in order to be able to like really so we can like uh, understand yeah like like each other yeah so we can understand each other yeah so shouts to kimberly crenshaw she's a goddess like you created space for something beautiful ass locks Mm, amazing yeah they're thick i can't wait till like my locks get past my forehead what yeah i don't know okay i just want to put them up like like in a little in a cute little bun Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a little hang time. I be I think it's so cute. First of all, <laughs> I really think baby locks are like so sexy. Like adore genuinely. <laughs> on my, if you see me on Tinder, you'll you'll see. Well, adore got a type. But like, I love baby locks. Like not like right at the ears, mm-hmm. right at the ears especially. It's cute. Is like, and then I love when it's like in you know, like a little high. Like ponytail, and then like they all shit. just like they just doing spread whatever. out, they just doing whatever. I love that like shit. Spider legs. That is so black oh. women with the baby locks. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, oh y'all something gosh. sweet <laughs> for real. There's like a special place in my heart specifically for black women with baby locks. Like, mm. oh, I see you. I see you, sis. Very great. We need like we need a hashtag. Hashtag. So I can see all of them. Oh, baby lock bay. Baby lock baby. And you baby know what? <clears throat> Little baby. Well, come on. I don't think so. I'm going to just keep saying a whole bunch of shit. So Adora says yes to something. <laughs> baby lock bay. Actually, no, that's cute. Ooh, baby lock hash- bay. Hashtag baby lock bay. Hashtag baby lock bay so we can see your baby locks. Uh, yeah, I think that's such a, like, really appreciate that bay. Like, that is such like a very like specific and unique um mm-hmm. stage in the lock journey mm-hmm. that I just feel like is just underrated and underappreciated and I feel like we definitely need to do some more appreciate like long locks mm-hmm. great you know yeah. wonderful Low but key. your locks great super but there's so much character in like baby locks they really do is. really be doing their thing yeah. like they really do be doing their thing Back in 2015, I had my hair in this style, but I was wearing two strand twist. And now, like mm-hmm. having it back, like my locks are like this around the same length, but it's but they're locks. They're not two strand twist, so it looks completely different than like how I had it. Like I don't know, like the 
like my hair has like a different personality. It's weird. I can't explain it, but I love your hair. Thank you. I feel like it definitely it's cute. It's like a whole different like I said, it's like a different type of sexy on you, you know? Yeah. It's just different. It's just and it's diff- really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a secret like a secret club now because other people with locks like nod at me and I'm like, Oh yes. Hello. I'm, like, part of a sequel organization. Hell yeah. That's kind of like when you first, like, when, like, going natural was, like, a thing. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, and, like, you would be out, and it's like, bitch, we natural, like. We natural, I see you. Now, see. it's really, like, <clears throat> I really feel like I'd be shocked when I see relaxers more than anything. Yeah. Like, you, I feel like in, in any given day, in any given room, in any given space, you're like you're more liable to see more natural hair black people than you are mm-hmm. than relaxed i feel yeah. like in 2019 yeah i feel like because it's like even under the wig that's what i was even gonna say under the wig. even if she's got like a full frontal of like brazilian brazilian yaki like underneath there she's been natural for like three years exactly yeah because that was dead me with all her edges by the way so with all her fucking edges. With all her fucking edges. I mean, I don't know. It's so so sexy about edges too. I can get into that. Yo, I love when I just see like some healthy, some thick, just, just like <laughs> doing its own thing, or like however just, your hair, and just, they like not pull back all tight. They just you know just free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not all slicked down and shit. Like just full healthy edges. Just yeah. On the temples. On the temples. Yeah. Mm. That's mm-hmm. a good look. That's a real good look. <laughs> really. I'm really not even trying to be funny. Hair. I'm like not no, even yes. trying. I know. I really just, I think that that's so sexy. Like not, no gel, no, no just. Yeah. You're doing your own thing. Mm. I love black hair. Me too. I love them curls. What were we, talking, what were we talking about? Oh. Well, we got on Kimberly Crenshaw's locks. Oh, yeah. But. Oh, my. She's lit. Oh, yeah. Is all we... <laughs> like, she's lit. She real she's lit. lit. And beautiful. Oh. And we, we appreciate and we celebrate her. Yeah. So. Now I want to watch uh, <laughs> Sim Live in Color. Sim Live in Color. Sim Live in Color. Yeah, please go look that up, y'all. <laughs> so I can talk about oh, it. Oh, before we move on, we got to tell mm. them, like, what we smoking on. Ooh! High Hemp's plus the CBD. Do you know what flavor High Hemp's you got? I got... Wait. It's like lemonade, but Ooh. the wrapper is pink, so I'm assuming pink lemonade. Yeah, we are, mm-hmm. we, y'all know, we love smoking those um, in general, but especially when we're doing our sessions. Mm-hmm. So we're smoking on a high hemp. I'm not sure what, you know, the weed is. This week I don't. But. I think it's. Oh, uh, uh, we're, we're smoking on, we have just been informed, breaking news. <laughs> It is a buffet of Purple Dream. Um, so that's Blue Dream and Granddaddy Perp uh, hybrid. That's the term. It is. We've got like yes. a weed smoothie going. Yeah. On so today. it's a blue. So we're smoking on Purple Dream, and that's Blue Dream and Granddaddy Perp hybrid. I think that's the term, right? Hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. We're smoking on... A hybrid, ooh. Oh, cute. We got a cute blunt today. Ooh. She's cute. She's got a personality. She's doing great. Yeah. Yeah, it's her first day here. She's, she's doing hitting. awesome. She is. She's, she's, yeah, she's hanging in there. 
But <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to tell y'all what we're smoking on because we always tell y'all what we're smoking on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing that we're gonna move on to is our music shit. Mm. And before we started, we was like jamming. We was listening to some yeah, shit. Yeah, we were jamming. Yes. So we're excited to like tell oh, y'all what we've been man. listening to. Yes. So yeah, you go ahead and go first. Okay. So first. Shaka Khan came out with a new album. I'm haven't losing. listened yet. Yo, I haven't listened to everything, but I love it so far. I'm so shook. Ooh, like, I'm about to listen to it. Y'all know, y'all don't know, but I know that I love Shaka Khan. She's like, I'm such a stand for her. Oh like, my I was, God. yeah. And you know what? Hmm. She fine. And she fine. She has never lost it. Shaka, Bitch. Shaka has always and had like, it. And, like, if you... Th- man, yeah. Bro, and she know that she had that. it. Yo, I'm gonna show you, like, the album cover. Because Shaka's just, like, looking so fine. Because her lips. Looking like she hasn't aged. I just... I already stand for the album cover. I love it. The album's really short. It's, like, seven songs. But when I was... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But before I played it, I was expecting, like, you know, like, when people have been in the game for a long, long time and they try to put out something modern and it just sounds really dated and corny sometimes. I was afraid it was going to be that. But why would I doubt my queen? Right. (laughs) Why would you? Why would I? It is so good. I've listened to, I would just skip through it, but um, it's very, like. It's very funky. Back, like, in the Rufus and Shaka Khan days. Like, back when she was doing Tell Me Something Good. Like, it's real funky. Tell me something good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me that you like me. Yeah, I don't actually know the words for that. Oh, but I really appreciate the hand. instruments. Yeah, I got I really you on do. backup vocals. <laughs> I really do. Oh, I'm a hymn beatbox. Yeah, Shaka Khan's album is, from what I've heard, it's so good. I'm just like, I was not <coughs> expecting like Funky Shaka. Funk Shaka. I wasn't expecting Funky Shaka, and I got that, and I'm like, I'm definitely going to have to go take a listen to that. Yes, like, whoever produced her album, like, great job. Like, Shaka still got it, so I'm pretty sure she didn't need y'all's help anyway, but, like, thanks for looking out for my sis. Yeah, listen to Shaka Khan. Also, I started listening to uh, this indie artist named Homeshake. I really missed. <laughs> I really missed, like, feeling angsty. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, like I was in an indie movie, so I started listening to indie again. Um, his name is Home Shake. Anywhere you look him up, I think. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he um, his name is spelled in all caps, and he's really cool. When he first started out, I listened to some of his uh older stuff, like back in 2013 or 2015, and it was more um of like indie guitar, so like Mac DeMarco, like that's kind of like surfer. Surfer mm, yeah. rock, like soft lo-fi punk or whatever. It was that kind of sound, and now he's—I don't want to say graduated, but transitioned into s- just synths because mm. he was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was interesting reading about it because he was saying that with a guitar you can only add so many layers, and he just wanted to like—he just wanted to play with textures more. And his mm. music, so he switched to synths because there's so many different kinds of synths 
there's only sounds you can make with sense. Yeah. Like, you just layer and layer and layer. And I'm just, like, living for that because I love making my ears feel yummy. Mm. That's why I was listening to those binaural beats, which I'm still doing. But, like, his music is also really cute to listen to because it's just, you can tell, like, he just really enjoys playing with different sounds and vibrations and, mm-hmm. like, he just enjoys different textures. And because it's such, like, a spacey sound, which I find out, like, I have, I have a type, like, when it comes to music, like, really airy, very spacey yes. music. <laughs> but um, it sounds, like, very, like, like what's the word like isolate but very familiar i guess because of um like the instruments he uses like he doesn't the only type of the only type of hmm? the only type of like instrument he's really using is like those little shakers like the and then like a 80s slap bass that's it and the synths carry everything else so i think he's really cool to listen to and he just came out with an album on the same day as Shaka Khan. Oh, but okay. I'm going to listen to all of Shaka Khan before. I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. listen to it. Oh, but who we were listening to before, like we even recorded. Yes. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. So one of the artists that we were listening to, uh, that we were listening to is Amiri Tafari. Mm-hmm. And y'all have probably seen her on Instagram before. She does have, you know, a couple thousand you know, mm-hmm. tens of thousands of followers, and she's pretty popular, but she recently, I think, maybe like last year, just started uh, putting out music and shit, and um, it's really good. It's really fucking good. She raps, and like, she just be in her bag. Like, it's mm-hmm. good. It's good. Hearing somebody rap about prosperity and abundance, right. like, like, wow, yes. like, go off. Tell me to get in my bag of abundance. <sighs> Please. I love it. She's hella fucking good, and, like, she's also gay, and her and her girlfriend are so cute. I forgot to mention that. They're so cute. Oh, we love queer rappers Yeah, over here. they're both really fine, so. Oh, my gosh. They're both so beautiful. Yeah, we were banging them before before the before we started recording and I'm a fan. Yeah. Very very like lit. <clears throat> and uh somebody that we just became mutuals with um <clears throat> is also a rapper too and her name is Lizzie Jeff. And we took a listen to her shit and we was really vibing. Man. Yeah, so like we really liked that too. And so we listened to that. What else were we listening to? Um, oh, Weedhead. What was that? I see, I see Edwards. Ice Edwards. Yes. Ice Edwards. So, yeah, he's an artist that, like, I found out about when I was in, like, eighth grade or something like that. I think randomly. Um, and, like, the uh, mixtape that he put out at that time. Um, it's so So good. this is, like like 10 years old or something like that but it's called Weedhead and it's on Datpiff and I, and it's also on iTunes as well and it's called Weedhead by Ice Edwards and it's spelled phonetic just phonetically just how it sounds just it's how it sounds so good and it's so good like it's like I didn't even know that Sango produced like yeah and all Sango the produced music. that entire album so if you want to listen to like some old, old school, school Sango, Sango shit like before he started doing uh 
those Brazilian sounds because he's been doing that for a minute. a minute. People didn't even really know him before he started doing that shit. But like, listen oh, to that shit. Sego oh, produced that whole fucking mixtape, and it's so fucking good. So wild. That came out when I was like a kid, and yeah. I never. I guess because like I started using SoundCloud when I was like in twelfth grade, but. But I was telling Monet like. I used to get so fucking high to that album, and it's like, like how when Sel- when uh, Janae Aiko put out Selling Souls, such a great album. I know y'all used to get high as fuck Man, to that album. Memories. like that, bruh. Sweet, sweet memories. Oh my god, like she did. I that go, was such a good album. Give me another Selling Souls, Janae, Janae. please. Just give one more. Yes. Honestly, Janae can really sing. I'm a fan. Janae can sing her ass off with her. Like, she's one of those, like, whisper singers that I she could is. actually listen to, though. Because she You can... only need a couple of those in your playlist. Yeah. Yeah. FK Twigs used to be that for me, but she. <laughs> she was fine, too. She. I haven't oh, you have... her in a minute. It's an acquired sound, though. Yeah. But she's more on the performance artist tip now. Like, she does, like, artsy pole dancing yes. and shit. Janae, uh, come out with another one. Yeah. Yes. If you're not doing anything, and you this is the thing. Home. When I first heard Sailing Souls, it was in concert. I'd never even heard of Janae. I I went oh, to go saw see her in concert. Yeah, that was the first time I ever even heard her name. Oh um, shit! It was when Nas and Lauren Hill did their first concert tour because I know they've done a few, mm-hmm. but this is like the very like when she first. This was the first tour she went on. Um, when she got out of uh prison mm. and she came to Houston she opened um no she didn't open for a mile let me not say that <laughs> um Janae opened for them mm. and they you know they obviously were the headliners but I didn't know she was opening and I didn't know who she was so that's that was the wild. first time and like that was when Salem, she had just put Salem Souls out so that's what she was performing and I was just in the crowd just like yeah and I think I had a blunt too. Like I was, was just like it. I was feeling it. Like yeah, that's awesome. And that's like some different shit, you know. Like when you've never heard this shit prior and you hear it live for the first time and you really fuck with it, mm-hmm. that's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know. So that shit, yeah, I fuck with that album. I'm I'm gonna so listen good. to that. Like now that we're talking about it, especially because mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it in a minute. Man, I saw Nicki Minaj. <laughs> The first time I saw Nicki Minaj in concert, I was like, who the fuck is this? When is Lil Wayne coming out? When did you see Nicki Minaj in concert? It was a Young Money tour. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be a really big Lil Wayne fan. And I used to see him every time he came in. Damn, really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know you were that big of a Lil Wayne fan at any point. I was a huge fan, yeah. I think nobody suspects it. Cause like I don't know the words to any songs, <laughs> <laughs> like none. But I loved Lil Wayne. So you don't even know Lollipop. Shawty said she wanna lick my banana me like a lollipop. Ooh, is that the only part you know? <laughs> no, or... I know the song. I just don't ask me about. No, words. I just <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just really wanna know. You gotta at least know Lollipop. No, I do. No, okay. I have that album. I made my friend bring me a copy. Okay. <laughs> When he was here in concert, and he brought... It was the first time, like, Nicki Minaj at first came out when she went industry. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. 
I don't I don't know how I feel about this. So I went back and I listened to her old shit, and then I was like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna All lie, right. I didn't really like. But I don't listen to get her. into Nikki until Roman's Revenge. Rah rah, like a dungeon dragon. Bitch, is it that era? Yeah, <laughs> like bitch. I missed that era. That was when I got into Nikki. Before that, I had never taken the time to really just like. Yeah. Because I know she was, like, big as fuck on MySpace before she even... You know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. she got signed and everything. So... Yeah. But I had never... But Roman's Revenge, Nikki, like, bitch, that's when I woke the fuck up. <laughs> that was a good era. That was a really good era. Yeah. Now I don't pay attention to her as much. Yeah. But, but on the other hand, Young and May's... She, well, I was gonna say her new shit, but all her shit. She is so talented. Pops. All her shit really does bang, and like mm-hmm. her new shit. And I just watched that video with her and Bernice Burgos. Oh, and I think Bernice is so fine. So you Yo. call me basic, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she's fine as hell. <laughs> whatever. Yo. So I haven't listened to any of. Young Amaze. Did she, like, feed her strawberries and shit? Oh, that's hot. That's some freaky shit. That's some freak shit. Like, not because strawberries are that freaky, but just the way it was happening just let me know, you know, that niggas was real freaky. Okay? Yo, I never, like, used strawberries during sex because I overthink, like, how big the strawberry is supposed to be before it's not sexy. Like, if you go to... Because I usually get the huge strawberries for myself. But if I'm having, like, a sexy night, like, I can't get the huge strawberries because maybe they'll, like, choke. But I can't get the small (laughs) strawberries because, like, it's too tiny for them to even be sexy. Like, what if their lips is too big? So I just don't use strawberries. I've... Have I used food? I don't think I've used food. I don't think I've ever used food. Because I like to just eat my food. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I would rather have, like... I would rather fuck and then like really good sex you know like not just fucking mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. and then like have a break and then have like my little snack okay like yes. and usually and like it would be like if Restore we your lecture like if we had like um like went out to eat earlier that day and we got like a vegan dessert to go i always get my desserts to go because i never am hungry enough to eat them there that would be the time mm-hmm. that I would eat that <laughs> <laughs> and maybe smoke a little bit. Yeah. You have it planned out. And get back into it. Yes. Do I really have it planned out or am I recollecting some events? That's the question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really have it planned or am I remembering some shit? But anyways. Yo, while I'm thinking about it, like, are y'all saying like after you after you have sex do you drink water because you should be don't drink more wine you should also drink water why would y'all having like tipsy sex get some water yeah um when's the last time i had tipsy sex Uh, i'm not gonna say but (laughs) that would be a little bit too much okay (laughs) that'd be a little bit too much (laughs) but yeah Oh my gosh, no, because I remember like... I'm just a light drink. No, you know what? No, actually, because if I said I was, I'd be lying. I still like... Man, my tolerance for alcohol is still so high. 
But I don't drink as nearly as much as I used to when I was like 19 or something. So my tolerance is very, it's always been pretty like, bitch. Because Hennessy was always my drink before I stopped drinking. Mm, couple shots. Ooh, couple shots had you right. Bitch, one drink. Honestly, I could like sip on a drink mm-hmm. and like have my blunt and be so motherfucking. Hell yeah. But um, now, more. now that I do not drink, you know, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, now that I don't drink, oh, but I do drink, I do drink wine Yeah. every now and then. Like, like it's really nice, every blue moon. I like, like a nice dark wine. You do. And you like really dry wine. I do. Yeah. You're I so do. grown. Thank you. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> Teach me. Listen, I pick up a bottle that looks pretty and then I take it home. And I because I'm still oh. on I'm still I don't like super <coughs> sweet white but I do like white and I love bubbly. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it like really helps when you pair it with your food, and so if you pair if you pair different wines with different foods, maybe that will open up your taste palette. I don't know, just a theory. Okay, well I'm gonna I try it. That's I'm how it was for it. that's how it was for me because I used to hate. I used to hate dry wine, mm-hmm. and then I would try it with like back when I was eating meat. I used to try it with like a steak or whatever they would recommend. Like pair, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would pair it with that, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now you get it. Now I get it. Because I do know, like, yeah, I I do know that like wine is like supposed to be paired with like you know different shit. But mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. Do my research. Mm-hmm. Do my due know. diligence. I just know I love some Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm feeling grown and sassy. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay, so, are y'all ready to talk about some star stuff? Oh, wait, water. I just, like, <laughs> got a glimpse of my water. Because <laughs> I'm almost done with my gallon for the day. So I just want to check in on y'all. What's your water looking like? How much water have you had today? Did you have a glass of water when you woke up first thing in the morning? Like, that should be the first thing that hits your lips is some fucking water. And if you can, if you have access to it, squeeze a little, a little, um, lime. Ooh, yum. Squeeze a little lime. That makes it alkaline, but that also just, like, just wakes you up. You know, it just... It just, yeah, it just, I don't know, I like that. And um, if you do consume honey, put a little honey if you want to. That's kind of like, I'm really hmm. telling you to make tea kind of, but. <laughs> I was like, this sounds nice. It's but, tea. but like, if you want, you know, but mm-hmm. um, it's just really good for you. But I, I think that it just perks you up and I just want to check in on y'all water bay. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We always want to check in on y'all's water intake because it's so important to make sure you're getting in enough water every day, even if you're not drinking a full gallon. To me, the point is like, if you strive for it, chances are you'll end up drinking a fucking lot more than you mm-hmm. were previously, mm-hmm. and that's really the point. So, yeah, drink your water. Drink your water. Yes. Mm. And if you can, be better than me and <laughs> use like a reusable, a reusable uh, jug. Yeah, yeah, I like to go to the water hole. Or Ooh, I don't. That's a good idea. Yeah, go to the water hole if y'all don't like wasting plastic, because I really don't. Like, Me and either. that plastic, like, take some space in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because it's like, I don't know about where wherever you live, but here in Houston, it's like 35 cents for a gallon. So that's next to nothing. So even if you're on a budget, like, I mean, water, water is still accessible. So take Get advantage. It. Yeah. Take Drink advantage. it. Drink it. Yes. All right. So <laughs> what's up? What's next? What's good? Ooh. So how was y'all's Valentine's Day, honestly? So, Hope y'all had a good one. I had a really, really good Valentine's Day. That's I, good. I, I spent it with myself. Hell yeah. I did. Um, I did go to work that day, and I like. <clears throat> but I, I felt even before Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. leading up to Valentine's Day, I don't think it was because of Valentine's because Valentine's Day was coming up, but just in general mm-hmm. around that during that week, I just felt so full Mm -hmm. and so abundant and I felt so good Mm -hmm. more than anything there were just a lot of moments where I had a lot I just like was just really really present and just had so much gratitude Mm -hmm. and I really think that like largely being present is like feeling so much gratitude for um everything Mm-hmm. bringing you up to that point yeah. that you're in that moment to be able to like be grateful for it like that in and of itself is like enough to make me really give y'all some tears right now but Aww. I had a lot of those moments and then um, on Valentine's Day um, I definitely yeah I went to work but I spent it with myself and I That's um, nice. had a little bit of a cry it was really a happy like one of those like I'm so full and abundant, and I don't know how else to release this other than, like, crying. Oh, I love that. And Mm -hmm. um, did some yoga. Just really had a good time by my lonesome. Yeah. Um, I will have, like, a a sort of belated Valentine's with my boo, but that's because, you know... Valentine's We're seeing each other after Valentine's, and we're... But we, we would do that shit anyway yeah i was gonna say like you would do that anyways because honestly because we love love over yeah here. yeah i went mm. i hung out with a loved one on valentine's <coughs> i went to the museum oh yeah which it was one? cute uh the manual oh i haven't been there in a minute mm-hmm. what was that like what, did, what was there uh they had some new work in there i don't know who it was it, it didn't say his name, but mm-hmm. it's, like, instead of the canvas, he painted directly on the walls, mm-hmm. and they have, like, it's, uh, like, a comic book script, and you go around the room uh, counterclockwise to read the entire comic strip, and it's, like, <laughs> this black guy who's about to get hung by the KKK, and he, like, eats his last meal, and he turns into this, like, Superman badass, uh... <laughs> football player it's a wild ride but that's cool though. yeah it was some cool art we saw some cool art and we just exchanged our love yous and- yeah but it was a really nice time um just um saying i love you to my friends and yes and i got your text yeah i just really enjoy the people yeah. who are around me. i just call it loved it like it's it's just great it's just a really really cool excuse to like say I love you again because I say I love you all the time yeah it's a wholesome holiday too I love saying I love you you know same 
aside from like the capitalism and all that shit yeah. that like like the commercialization of it like it's such a wholesome holiday yeah. and it's just and you like, really don't have to buy a whole bunch of shit you don't yeah like for me I definitely I love a fucking picnic like me that's too. like a picnic and it was actually really pretty outside I would love yeah too. picnic was I love that it. Like, so nice. especially at night. We've actually done that like oh together before. We've, oh like, my god, we did. That was it so was the fun. best time. That was so fun. We went and got Mexican food or Tex Mex, mm-hmm. and we like went. We went to the park. And we sat up on in that the evening hill. and sat on like a big ass hill mm-hmm. and and drank wine and ate. That was so fun. Oh music. my god, it was such a good time. We are. So Okay. Until we got kicked out. Yeah. He was like, you gotta go. He was nice, though. He was like, hey, you guys coming back tomorrow? And then I- <laughs> <laughs> We're like, probably not. And then Ooh. I lose my phone, low-key, and we had to, like, go back and search. Oh, yeah. Ooh, thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness we found Somehow it, it fell. <laughs> by know. the trash can. Yo. That was weird. That was weird. That was fucking weird. <laughs> that was a good time. But, yeah, so... We talked about sensuality because Mars and Taurus and, like, talking about how even though Tauruses get a bad rap for being boring, you guys are just, (laughs) you guys are just slow and steady. I didn't say that. I said that probably. I I did. Oh, so you did. (laughs) I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, yeah. But I only known one Taurus. I mean, I only dated one Taurus. And... Honestly, really dated is kind of a stretch. Something about a Taurus just kind of reminds me of a warm bath. Like, maybe a warm bath mm. without without f- the flowers or, like, visible like visible aids. Maybe, like, Epsom salt. Things that dissolve in the water. Like, oils. Mm. Um, fucking, yeah, oils and salts. Things that you can't see once the water dissolves it. But, like, it's still there. And still, like, so warm and sweet. Y'all remind me of that kind of bad. But, yeah, y'all, shit, I mean, like, shit, sometimes y'all boring. It's okay, though. And that is really okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, this week, we have a couple of things going on. Um, Well, first, I'm going to, first off, on, like, a way less greatest, I don't want to say less greatest grow, but, like, on a less detailed side. Um, Mercury is changing signs a lot, but don't worry about it. I mean, you don't have to worry about anything going on in the stars. Um, they're going to happen regardless. But Mercury is going through, like, a lot of signs right now because mm-hmm. that's just what she does. And um, we're about to be in a retrograde, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> just just get to it. Yep. Yeah. Retrograde. We're we about coming. to be in a retrograde, so y'all know what it is. When is that? Um... Uh, don't know. Sorry, y'all. Is it coming, like, coming up when? No, it's, like, in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get to it when mm-hmm. it's coming up, for real. Yeah. Um. So February, February 19th is the beginning of Pisces seasons. Yeah, dun-dun. Or however you look at it. Yeah. It's great. It's all great. It really is. So Pisces season is coming up on the same day we have a full moon in Virgo. Um, Ew. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just meant like that's 
That's like interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Okay. Also, well, I'll get to it in a little bit because it was really crazy. Or it's interesting. Um, depending on where you are in the world, um, if you're in America, it's going to be like in the morning, like 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. So you're really not, you I mean, you can't see it until nighttime anyways, but that's when the full moon is going to come into. Mm. And the beginning of Pisces season. So, I mean, I'll... Pisces gets bad rap for a lot of shit, especially because a lot of celebrities who, a lot of famous celebrities who overdosed were Pisces, like Kurt Cobain. Oh, I didn't Amy know that. Yeah, was Amy, no, Amy Winehouse was not, no. Let me not just name celebrities, but there's Let a, t- yeah, in the 27 Club, there's a few, oh, they're okay. Pisces, yeah. Um, and Pisces get bad rap for like, escapism doing a lot of drugs and all that shit but you guys are also very creative mm-hmm. but this Pisces season I don't think it's mm, about <laughs> focusing on losing control or um, or like escaping any type of reality it's more about diving into what you already know because mm-hmm. we're at the end of the we're at the end of the zodiac right now and like Pisces which makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. cause I have been feeling like we are coming like a lot of cycles are ending right now Mm -hmm. kind of in the way that last week we did kind of touch on how a lot of karmic relationships are being highlighted Mm -hmm. and that is to say and I really do feel like that is because they're being brought up and to be cleared away Mm -hmm. and that can look like a lot of different things so yeah. that doesn't look like just one thing. I just want to, like, say that. But um, mm-hmm. I do think things have to be brought up in order for them to be, uh, in order for them to be uh, tr- uh, transmuted into love mm-hmm. and transmuted into light. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those cycles, I feel, I've been feeling them. They're ending. And, like, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I feel like that's, like, a really, really, <clears throat> that's a really good, I'm, of course, I'm gonna say that really great thing is something to be to take advantage of and be thankful of, mm-hmm. and stop trying to hold on to shit that doesn't serve you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like that's what I've been. I've just been on some like really letting go of the shit that doesn't serve me and allowing yeah. the shit that I have like really like worked my ass off. Like, and when I say worked, I really don't even just mean like physical work in this like 3D plane but I mean like the internal work mm-hmm. um, that I've really like worked um, things that I've really just felt like I, I've like really worked in order t- to alchemize al- <laughs> alchemize for myself and really create for myself and I'm like I've caught myself just being like is this really it? Like is this really the thing? Mm-hmm. Like Yes, bitch. Yeah, duh. Take it. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Take it. Of course. And I'm just like, yes. Like, and just being so, and I feel like that's why I've been so overwhelmed and like, so, like, feeling so full and like, because I'm just so Mm -hmm. grateful. Mm -hmm. And so, just really like, understand, like, when that shit gets, when it seems like some shit is getting snatched away. It's the beginning of something. Yeah, else. like it was never every anything that's for you is always going to be for you, mm-hmm. and so 
can like al- allow that to allow this to be the time where you create the shit that you really want to be. Mm-hmm. You have to create the space for that. You can't have a whole bunch of shit. Bag lady, you gon' hurt your back. Dragging round the bags like that. I guess nobody ever told you how you must hold on to is you, is you, is you. One day, all them bags gonna get in your way. Yeah, that part. What a great song. Yeah, go ahead. That just summed it right up. Honestly, (laughs) if you have Pisces anywhere in your chart, um, I like to think about Pisces because you're at the end of the feet. You take on characteristics of all the other signs, which is mm. why Pisces have such like a deep emotional intellect because they so easily see things from that all perspectives. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. I mean, if you're not careful with it, you end up getting booed on stage, like Erica. But. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, is she a Pisces though? Yeah. She's a Pisces. That's wild. She's a Pisces. That makes a lot you of sense. Hear, you hear she says, like, I'm just seeing I'm just seeing from all sides perspective. Like And I really do genuinely think that's what she thinks she's doing. Yeah. I do think that she like, thinks that. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why um Pisces just see y'all see things differently and and it's controversial. And I'm not saying it's, it's just matter of fact, like because you have such like you have such a different way of yeah. seeing, yeah. So uh, since... I really do think that, yeah, I definitely think that she. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it's similar, mm-hmm. not the, definitely not the same, but it's similar to Libras in the way that like mm-hmm. they they always see both sides. Libras always see both yeah. sides, yeah. and you can be like, nigga, that's not moral, and they're like, but maybe this is what I don't know like and, and to me they just be seeing but shit. I do think that there there is something to be like uh there is something to be gained from having a, a from like fr- from sharpening like that trait and having balance absolutely there is definitely something to be said about that because to me I really do believe that, like, in the Godhead, like, I just think that, like, there is no such thing as right or wrong. I think that, like, to, like, see things through the eyes of God really just means, like, you see things as, like, experiences. And so the ego is what attaches, in my opinion, the ego is what attaches, like, modifiers, like, good or bad Mm -hmm. or... uh, righteous or moral or immoral to that that experience but really everything has its place and everything has its all is aligned Mm -hmm. and like there really isn't like a good or a bad it really just all is like Mm -hmm. it just is Mm -hmm. it It just is just the same way we can we are supposed to be we're just supposed to be like that's that's in my like I feel like that's that that's our purpose it's just like be be God experiencing itself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, I do think that there's something to like be said about that. You know, just with Erica, <clears throat> I just think, at least for me, because I think that there's sometimes like there's a lot of times where I think shit that I'm like, 
where I really do like I know where I stand and like think shit about certain there things. There have been times where I've thought things and that I were just too don't, radical for other people. And I don't like there's really no reason for me to like start some shit with people just because what I like I just kind of feel like as long as the conversation is like not about who is right yeah but, like, like where's the harmony just kind of trying to establish because low-key because this is my uh, thing with Erica especially with that shit if we don't talk, talk specifically because like, let, let's get into it okay it was let's example. get into it let's get into it okay because you know what obviously I'm feeling some type of way about Miss Erica okay I'm feeling some type of way okay oh my goodness um, <laughs> it's just because, cause I remember before she even said anything about, um, R. Kelly, before she even said anything publicly, I remember saying to my person, we were like talking, I was like, you know, I think it's so wild. It's like Erica was so vocal about these young girls with they, uh, with the length of their skirts mm-hmm. and, <laughs> with the you know in like in regards to like them being preyed upon by predators Mm -hmm. but she has been very silent about like because she because when she talked about that she said like i'm all about holding people accountable Mm -hmm. i'm just saying that like maybe you know we can there's some account i I don't know (laughs) there's some accountability to be had uh on the part of girls i guess that's what she was saying Right. Um, so my thing was, okay, are you going to keep that same energy? Hmm. And I was just like, I think it's really funny how she has not said anything about this. But that was before she said anything. And then yeah. she said some dumb shit. Yeah. Yep. See what happened? I'm not even going to say it's it was some dumb shit. I just feel like Should've for you to have demonized something. young black girls the way that you did, that's why to me that shit was fake. That that's really the reason why because it's like we can't listen to that because you, of how yeah like how can you how can you have that that empathy right and like this because I do believe that logic is informed by empathy and how can you have um like how can you have this like a this alleged empathy right for mm-hmm. like this predator but like when you're talking about young black girls bitch. Right. You're just like... Where's the same energy? Right. Like, you're just like, they're fast. And, like, it's not... Like, they don't need to be... Of course, men are going to be looking... Like, this is... Do you not... What what is... What is happening to demonizing young black girls? Yeah. Like, that was, like, wild to me. Not keeping that same shit. That's why, to me, I think, to me, there's there's something to be said about, like, um, definitely being able to like have understanding and imp- I think more than anything like seeing things from both sides that type of balance is empathy yeah. so I think being able to have th- that type of emotional intelligence is important but I that to me wasn't balanced no. that was like no. bitch th- that was an agenda that you have and like that's yeah. informed by like some shit you know that you created in your you know in your ego and like that's not even that that was fake to me because how yeah mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. just like you said earlier like it if it's not sharpened if your emotional intellect isn't sharpened to a certain extent then how, like Erica? things like that will happen how Erica? 
Oh my goodness. And I really do think it's because, like, we, we really don't, like, look at, like, little black girls as, like, little black girls. Like. Right. Like, they really are children. And that's a problem. Yeah, like, they really are. Pay attention to that. Like. Pay... Yeah. Develop Just... a sense of empathy. I tell you, empathy is an art form. People do not have it like I think they do. Like, because I, like, talking on a very basic level of empathy, people do not have it, and we have experienced that people do not have that basic level. So if you yeah. ask somebody to really, like, look inward and and discuss, like, something having to do with emotional intelligence, it's not going to, like, click with them because they don't have the same tools or they haven't, they haven't yeah. taken the same steps as you. But, like... I'm not just because it's an art form doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's exclusive or that it's it's for the elite or something no. like that. Absolutely not, because the behavior still has to change. Like, yeah, er- <sighs> Erica, Erica. I mean, that's but fine. I do love everybody though. Yeah, know. but aside from like that one pi- Pisces person, like Happy Pisces season, <laughs> we just had to address it. Yeah, we had to. Yeah, honestly, because you know it was brought up. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's Erica. <laughs> Look, listen. Because I know we just sang your song and everything. But listen, we're watching you. My our good eye. <laughs> With my good eye. Okay. I wish you could have seen what Adora did. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah. Also, so moving on from Pisces season, Happy Pisces. But no way. Oh, I do want to celebrate because I I do really love Pisces. My grandma's a Pisces, and she's like oh, one of my favorite that's people. That's so cute. Yeah, she's like one of my favorite people. What are your parents? A Taurus and a Capricorn. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because I was like, man, who, like, not in a bad way, but I'm like, who raised Monet? You know, because, <laughs> no, not in a bad way at all. Like, really awesome, like, because I'm like, what type of parents would Monet have? You know what I mean? Because, Earth signs. yeah, that's wild, actually. I was not expecting Earth. <laughs> <laughs> How do they stand each other? Yo, they've been together like 35 years. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then, yeah, you're an only child as well. I don't know. Now, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That it's... definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm really awkward and weird. No. No, that's no. That's not what I meant. I, that's what all. I mean. Hell I just, yeah. but it makes sense. Like, I could definitely see, like, two Earth signs just having one child. One is enough. Yeah, like, that's We're what I fine. meant. This one's well-behaved and she doesn't break the dishes. And then they had a Leo. Yeah. Right. It's like you, like, take two rocks and you smash them together and you spark flame. And that's how I was born. That is so wild. So... What is your... What are your parents? What do you think my parents are? Oh, so... Because I definitely thought dad, you were going to say your parents your are like, like water, a, huh? Is your dad a Scorpio? No. Close, okay. though. That is pretty good guess, mm. I would say. Especially because, like, I don't think you know that, that, that much about my dad. That was a good guess. No. That was a good guess. <laughs> that was a very good guess, I think. Cancer? Oh, no. Oh. Am I getting hotter or colder? That was cold. Oh, okay. Definitely not. 
Scorpio. Okay, wait. Is your mom a Leo? Close. Wow. Very close. So my Damn. mom was a Sagittarius. Oh, cool. Yes. I was raised by a fucking Sagittarius, and I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, wow. This is wow, Sagittarius. My parents, a Sagittarius. Yeah, because my parents got divorced when I was really young. Like when I was in uh when I was in kindergarten. My parents mm. got divorced when I was in kindergarten. So and I was living with my mom. Mm. And I would just yeah. So my I was raised by Sagittarius and what's funny, my mom's Sagittarius. My my aunt who my mom's sister, mm-hmm. who also like was super who I've always been like pretty close with like she's always been like there she's always like live with my grandmother because my grandmother doesn't like living alone mm-hmm. so like she's we're close she's a Sagittarius oh my god that's so cute we're like a family full of Sagitt- Sagitt's fire of so but fire. anyway my mom's a Sag and my dad is a Gemini oh that's why you said I was close yeah <laughs> wow I feel like that that makes okay. sense. Okay, yeah. I feel like, yeah. A Sag and a Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That dad's fucking annoying. I'm <laughs> I love him, but he's annoying as fuck. Stop. Like, a, and y'all, because y'all know, but, like, it really is not shocking that a Sag and a Gemini ended up fucking around and having, like, a super, like, passionate relationship and bitch getting divorced oh, no. that early. Oh, no, that early into the marriage. Like, yeah. that is not shocking. Oh, yeah. A Sag and a Gemini? You're right. Because you would have, like, a really... I don't... Because I have fucked with a Gemini before, and you have, like, a very... Because we're opposite on the on the chart. hmm So it's very karmic and, like, magnetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what's crazy? Um, What was it? Pisces and Virgo are opposites on the, on the Zodiac wheel, too. Yeah, so it's so weird that they're, like, doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, how are you, like, now you have to establish some type of harmony. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love how chewy is it. Oh. We like, don't worry. We just do harmony. I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that. Okay, uh-huh. I didn't even put two and two together. Okay, Pisces and Virgo, Virgo are, are opposites. opposites. Okay. Yeah. And Virgos are very. Yo, y'all. Grounded. Yeah, you are. Honestly, I remember uh, my best friend in elementary was a Virgo, and her room always smelled good, like fresh laundry, and you, like she. You was... always smell good. What? Not your room, but like. <laughs> wow. But all your things also smell like you, as well. Thank you. Yeah, she... and it's the same scent. That is so funny. It's consistent. <laughs> That's so funny. So I don't know what it is that you use, but it is consistent. Oh, shit. And it's on everything. That's how I know, like, any time that you've left something at my house specifically, because it always smells like you. (laughs) That's Monet. It smells like Monet, yes. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Yeah. But, like, my friend, her room always used to smell so Mm. good. And, like, her room was always so clean. And I didn't know anything about, like, uh, Zodiac. Or, like, astrology at the time, because I'm, like, nine. And she right. was, like, I'm a Virgo. And I was, like, that's cool. I don't know so what that clean. is. She's fucking nine. Like, <laughs> that's a Virgo. Yeah. I didn't know what okay, the hell Beyonce. that meant. Right. Yo. My favorite Virgo. Yeah. So, I think it's really funny how, like, Pisces can be so dreamy and just so quick yeah. to, like, escape things. And meanwhile... 
Virgos are very like where everything has a place where it's But I will at. say hmm. the thing to me that I I feel like Virgos they are very grounded, but at the same time I do think that they are ruled by fear. Yeah. And in that way that fear is a illusion. And in that way they play in the fantasy just like fucking Pisces do. Y'all just do it in different ways. I feel like Virgos are, what's the word? I feel uh, neurotic sometimes. The ones I've come in contact with. Just in a what little way? bit though. In what way? Um, like I don't know. I just I, I can only think about things I'm being. To think, have I? I've only mm, I've had a, an experience with literally one Virgo and it was very the only... Passionate. Oh, seriously? Yeah. You never... know this, Virgo. I've well, never... No, you don't know them personally, but... I've never been in anything with a Virgo, because... It was, like, really... But they were scared. Oh. Oh, y'all are scary. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, y'all are ruled by fear. Like, shit. So I do no, think but... that y'all play... Y'all, y'all dance around it. You know what I, I mean? And you get to it when you want to get to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, it's, I mean, with everybody, it's always going to be on your own terms. But, like, definitely with Virgos, like, it's on your terms. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do it with yourself because you'll never admit out loud, I'm scared. And, like, I really don't know, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I would never be able to say that shit. Like, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? And at least one of the things I can appreciate about Pisceans and that's obviously Virgos and y'all and y'all quote-unquote lower selves, you know? Mm-hmm. But with Pisces, I feel like they're more honest mm-hmm. about... They can be... They have the ability to be more honest about when they're in those spaces, mm-hmm. you know, like with themselves. I feel like they're, they're, they're more likely to, like... They'll whine about it, but, like, they'll, they'll at least... <laughs> at least you know. <laughs> they're at gonna whine. You know. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. But I love a Pisces. Yeah, same. And also, um, Virgos are really good at aesthetics. You are. Yes. Have you... No, and I know I keep bringing up Beyonce, but have you seen her Instagram? Because it's very... No, it's probably amazing and beautiful, just like her. Because when she was making those little videos and she made gifts of herself... Yeah, and I'm sure she don't actually be on her fucking editor, like, editing shit herself, (laughs) but, like... I can imagine she makes that. sure that that shit is done right though, and it looks, it just is good. Yeah, and it's like you it's can tell all her right. shit is like all her shit. I wanted to say is like all iPhone pictures. It's all curated by an iPhone, mm-hmm. but it's very specific, and it's good. And also, oh, Jay yeah. is a Sagittarius. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Wow. It makes a lot of fucking sense. That's why she just can't admit that it just won't work because a Virgo would just never do that. Like, you just cannot say it just isn't it. It just won't. This won't work. It's fine, though. I don't have to like her husband. Right. I was going to say, I love Beyonce. That's fine. Just, can you do a solo tour? Yeah, because I'm not about to. Let me just 
thing. Let me just talk about that for a second because I was really contemplating on going to see you, sis. I was really going to see Mother Beyonce in concert with my own money, but she had to bring her her nigga. <laughs> Her baby, her BD, and really. I'm like any other time. Her right, BD, her BD, like Blue's dad, and I'm like, <laughs> so, I'm like, if I was a fan, I would be like a two for one. That's cool, but I just want to see Beyonce, cause I know you're gonna come out here, and I'm gonna wish that she was doing choreography instead. Oh God! But do a solo tour, please. Yeah, if you're listening from Houston with love. From Houston. Yeah, so for if you have any hit us type, a free concert, huh? That would be wild. Hit us with a free concert, Houston for the hometown. Yes, like in a parking lot somewhere, and then we can give out like free. I mean, Erica's done it, and she's not even from here. She did. Did you see her when she um she came to that block party? I did not see her. I think I was out of town. Mm. I was out of town. I didn't go. I wanted to see her though. I had waited. I always say like I'm gonna buy the ticket later, and then or I was like, bitch, I did not want to pay for that ticket because I had found out like late, probably. I think yes, and then I was like, it's one of them things where like I definitely would have bought a ticket had I found out earlier. Mm-hmm. But I'm a very like, it's my Capricorn uh, <laughs> placements. I'm a like, I have to like think on shit before I buy it, even if I know I'm gonna buy it. So I have to have, I can't, I, I don't do like impulsive mm-hmm. the same day and then it's like $20 or something more. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I have to think about it and I don't have enough time. With concert tickets, that is practical. That's a good method because like, I just can't. Same like, day concert time. tickets. I'd be like, okay, wait, wait. <laughs> it's very few artists I can think of that like I wouldn't hesitate bitch i'm there yeah now okay. everybody that i really fucked with uh got really popular and now they charge 60 dollars. and i'm like i'm not seeing kelly uchis i think i talked about this last Ooh. time but i'm not seeing Ka- i'm not paying 60 dollars to see kelly uchis with her weak vocals i love kelly uchis i love kelly uchis but if i'm paying 60 dollars, i want to see a vocalist yeah that that's all true. i'm saying that's true yeah Ooh. so yeah um Two crystals that I suggest using um, during the full moon, if you decide to do a full moon ritual. So the full moon is in Virgo, right? Mm-hmm, the full moon's in Virgo, and that's I'm just on the 19th. really a 19 vibe. I'm excited. Yes. Like, I I suggest because Venus, Venus rules Virgo. I would suggest. I didn't know that. Yeah. just I was just about to bring up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm putting a pin in my thoughts so I can hear your thoughts. Okay, because I will forget. I'm the one who forgets my thoughts. <laughs> I do too. Out of the two of us. Let's just go. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, with Venus rules Virgo, so I would suggest doing like a spa day for yourself. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that looks like. Just exfoliating your whole body. Oh my god. Like, you know, wake up in the morning and do it and like I spritz some rose water on your face. Like do something like beauty related cuz just yeah, to can. love upon yourself. Love upon I was yourself. literally thinking about that um yesterday and I was like talking to my person. I was like, we should really like 
I was like, we should go get our feet done. Mm. And then they were like, we should. Like, we should really, like... But I was like, but I don't like going to, like... And this is why I don't go out to get my feet done mm-hmm. very, like, often at all because I'm very... I don't want my feet in, like, the same bin that everybody else's feet have been in. Ugh. So unless it's, like, being yeah. cleaned out after every single... And usually that's, like, spa places. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we should do, like, a spa. I want to do a spa. I've been, like, so, mm-hmm. so I was just thinking about doing, like, a spa thing for myself or, like, you for me and my should. person. I feel like that would be so be fun. so cute. Yes. And I don't know, because like I feel face like masks. face masks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, and, like, making them, too. Because, I don't know, I just feel like with, I didn't, I didn't know that, that, um, you, you said Venus rules Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I um, just... That's why y'all are so good with aesthetics. Yeah. People with Virgos oh, in their chart. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like y'all Very are just... Good. You just... It comes naturally yeah. to you. I didn't know that. And it's really... Um, I've just been feeling a lo- like overwhelmed in the mm-hmm. best way possible with love. And what better way to, uh, to feel love uh, to feel love and experience being in the in the vortex, as Abraham Hicks says. Hmm. What better way to experience that than by giving it to yourself or giving it to others? Um, and that was something that she like. I was on on Valentine's Day. That was one of the things that I did. Is like <clears throat> I just put my fucking Abraham Hicks on love. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's video Abraham Hicks on love, and just put that shit on my speaker and just listen to that like while I was doing yoga I love to listen to Abraham Hicks like while I'm doing uh, yoga sessions Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and she said um, (laughs) she said something along the lines of if you're struggling to if you feel as though because everything is perception right so if you feel as though you're struggling to um, feel love or um, to be in the vortex, which really is like a state of love, mm-hmm. you know, um, in that frequency. I mean, whether that is manifesting as like you feeling insecure with your partner or yeah. like um, base or like, especially like if you if you do have people around you or like a partner or anything like that projecting that into other people um your fears or your insecurities or anything that really is coming from a place of like um not feeling love mm-hmm. but the best way to like get back to that space and get back into the vortex is really by giving it mm-hmm. um because that that's one of the ways that love love that 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 love has to flow love has to flow through us to be given to somebody else essentially it's an energy right it has to move exactly and so one of the best ways to get back to that space give somebody a fucking compliment and like mean it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like little thing and and or give yourself a fucking spa day and like love upon yourself and do a space you can literally get if like if you use honey um you can get some organic honey in in um in real oatmeal, not instant oatmeal. And oh. do, and do for real. Um, you don't want processed oatmeal that's on your important. face. <laughs> like, yeah, that's important. Um, and do a face mask. You know what I mean? You can do so many different things to really like get back 
into that space. Right. If you got extra time, moisturize yeah. your hair too. Which Be really makes me feel like also, because one thing I wrote down was like, to not, in order to not to not make that other people's problem, in order to not make try and try and make it other people's uh, like uh, burden, um, burden, yeah, burden or or issue, in order to make you feel happy, in order to make you feel loved. Mm-hmm. When really, if you were in a space of love before you come to any person, everything that you perceive through that would 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 be that of love mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. um and like i don't know that's just been something that i've been i'm like ranting but that's been something i've been thinking a lot about yeah like or experiencing this past week is um everything is literally a mirror yeah is yeah. like is is um taking ownership and like taking accountability for like um for being in that space and knowing that love absolutely has nothing to do with uh with with anybody with any with any other person outside of yourself mm-hmm. like for me being in love means to be in a vibration or a frequency of of love mm-hmm. and that has nothing to do with like dating that has nothing and that like and you said that like that's why Valentine's Day it doesn't have to be about it's not about romantic Rom- love. Romantic love or, like, fucking anybody or anything like that. Like, it can mm-hmm. it can be about you. It can be entirely about you serving yourself that day. Mm-hmm. Or are you deciding that you are going to serve yourself more every single day from this moment forward? Right. Um, and, like, for me, I think that, like, because one of the things that I've been, that I realized that I do is that, for example, if I'm, um, if I get irritated or if I feel some type of way about something that my person or somebody that I'm close with says, mm-hmm. I really do not respond back, especially if it's like over text. This is, this is great because you don't have to respond right away. <laughs> um, I really will not respond right away. Like I really will take a step back. Mm-hmm. Let me get back into that space. <laughs> Mm-hmm. before I respond. Especially because of the fact that a lot of times I be, I be, I said this before, I'd be irritated because I'm hungry and or <laughs> it's something like brought up really did like on the serious note, like bring up something inside of me. Mm-hmm. Because um, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't know if they've... They absolutely don't sometimes, know. Sometimes people don't know if they've triggered something in you. Yeah, that's why it's always important to use your words mm-hmm. before before like having to have a a stressful conversation or like a a possibly heated conversation. Right in that moment, and yeah. like and then and or like even if you don't have the conversation, but if you just but if you're one of those people who's just gonna like internalize it and then like feel super sad all fucking day and have that shit like ruin your entire day because you decided to like internalize that and like. And, and and make it into something and make it into that instead of just like mm-hmm. um, taking us you know feeling what what you feel in that moment and then like okay and then giving yourself a chance to like analyze mm-hmm. and like see what's really happening right. because like I know for a fact that nobody can like make me feel insecure out of nowhere that's just me personally like it, it just 
you can't like that that's not a it's not going to happen <laughs> it's not going to happen <laughs> and like so i know that if like if something makes you feel like ooh, like that kind of like made me feel a little like ew. a little spicy i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel like i basically was in like my space of love and i like popped out of the vortex abraham hicks describes this as like driving down a highway Mm-hmm. at like 60 miles an hour and you're like fucking cruising and you're you're doing the damn thing and you're not stopping and there's no stoplights and you're in it as fuck and then all of a sudden you crash into a fucking tree oh and like God. you pop out of the vortex it's like that it's like oh bitch like when someone like when some shit gets brought up and I feel I feel that way I like really yeah. I know that like once I take a step take back, back I'm like why do I feel um in particular, like, if we're going to talk about, like, fear or insecurity, I know that that's, that is not something that was created in that moment. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, okay. And I know that I can get back into that space at any moment that I choose. I know, okay, you know what, I'm done. I'm, t- I'm done with feeling this, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, release it release it. I'm mm-hmm. like closing my eyes right now. Release it. Mm-hmm. And let it wash away. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on a beach. If you have to come back to it, then... Yeah. Yeah. But releasing it just as in like not not internalizing it. Yeah. Letting, letting things be passing instead of like an, attaching to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just letting things be. Like, yeah. Just letting things exist. Because like I said earlier, I feel like for me, um, I had been maybe like questioning, like, is this even even about like the blessings that I know that I've been receiving? Like, is this really like kind of second guessing it? Uh-huh. And then just having to like sl- snap back into like myself and be like no like this is like appreciate shit for what it is and like allow it to come Mm -hmm. you are a god and gods accept fucking offerings yes and that's it yeah honestly love meaning alignment and clarity I don't know I just feel like saying that yes words come on where's the doors book (laughs) Uh, gotta get you a publisher what Oh my goodness. Self-published bitch. Bitch, honestly, a word. Get into it. Honestly, though, um, during this, during this full moon, during this full moon, um, in Virgo, um, I recommend Paradot for, for meditation purposes Mm. and stuff like that. Because, um, since Virgo is associated with the nervous system, like, Virgos can be nervous mm. people. And oh, yes. Yeah. Virgos can be very, yeah. You guys can be like high tense. Everything. Yeah. Very hyper analytical. Yeah. And this is why Paradox is so cool, is because it aids in the nervous system and like alleviating anxieties and stuff like that. So, I mean, even if you're not a Virgo, you can definitely use it. But if you feel like some, if you, if you feel, um, the more on the more negative side of the full moon if you feel like a little more on edge or tense peridot is really good for that on the other hand if you have like virgo in your chart then maybe you feel more a heightened sense of productivity um mm. 
But I mean, this is even if you if you don't have it in you and you're just like you're able to accept things as they're coming. You're just yeah. able to whatever the full moon is giving you, sis, she's giving you some yeah. some of that Virgo energy. It's really up to you how you react to that energy. Because um, Virgo energy is, I mean, all energy mm-hmm. is as powerful as you amplify it to be, but it's very, like, powerful and strong in a very, yeah. like, stoic way. Yeah, it is. And this is a yeah. super moon, too. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, it's Ooh! a super moon. It's technically a super moon. I didn't even know what a super moon was, so if you don't know what a super moon what is, it's basically just, like, when the moon is bigger and closer to the earth too Mm. so we're gonna be feeling a little bit more of that virgo energy so peridot is very good for alleviating um stress in you if you're feeling like anxious about what direction to take at work and your creative process because again we're still working on our sacral chakra we're still working on our creative process and sometimes it's not pretty yeah absolutely the creative process i've been feeling have you been feeling Because I have. I mean... Already. Yo, like... (sighs) But we kind of touched on this last session a little bit with Mm -hmm. the other energies that we kind of touched on. Yeah. Kind of with communication. Yeah. Specifically. Honestly. um, I've been feeling, not in regards to communication anymore, but just like even, as you know, like I'm working on like... In general, this year is going to be a lot of traveling. And like, Mm -hmm. that has been, you know, some shit. And I really... And, and that has been a thing as far as, like, really trying to figure out how I'm going to, like, do everything in the most efficient and, like, economical way. Mm-hmm. And, like, in a way that, and, and, and logical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has been something that has been really, a lot, among with other things, but I feel like the confusion is already here. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. Confusion had been, like, lurking in the back. Lately. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I've been having like a lot of um, confusion lately with like what I've been, what I've been learning and what I've fallen off of mm. in my in my spiritual practices and my creative process. And I don't feel like I'm all over the place because I'm just really letting it happen. But I do feel like. Um, what is it like all bets are off the table like anything goes mm-hmm. like you don't know as much as you think you do and you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to like not know until you know yeah, yeah. oh i know what that space is mm-hmm. yes yeah so i'm like that's a really beautiful space to be Mm-hmm. like it really makes me think about how like mercury was in pisces and how like reality can feel like impressionistic for some people Mm. and i feel like that's where i am in like my craft or that's where i am in like um how i conduct business like maybe you um maybe things are not as familiar but that doesn't mean that they can't get familiar and that doesn't mean that um anything bad is happening so I'm like, that's cool. Mm. But it is really weird. It's it feels like a roller coaster and you're just like bracing yourself. Yeah. Because venturing into the unknown is always you feel like you have to brace yourself. Yeah. But I mean, at some point you do have to like loosen up the tension in your hands. That's what but one thing and but what that makes me think of actually is like another thing, um which is actually I 
I uh, wrote about on Love Day mm. um, on Wednesday is kind of like is unconditional love and like and we kind of just talked about <clears throat> how love is more than just about like um, a, f- a feeling that you have towards another person and how it really is like a state of being and mm-hmm. a frequency to occupy a state of consciousness to occupy mm-hmm. um, and how unconditional love and love meaning, like I just said, alignment and clarity. Um, and I also wrote that on the post. So to mm-hmm. put, uh, love meaning alignment and clarity, unconditional love really is even in that roller coaster. Um, always the the thing that's unconditional is 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 um is the state that you're in and. Mm-hmm. Let me break that down more in a, uh, in a different way because I didn't yes. like the way that I said that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> love, like, I think that, like, unconditional love um, and, like, with being on the roller coaster that you described to me means that um, you're choosing to occupy a space of love despite what the conditions are. Mm-hmm. So no matter what uh what drop you may have on the roller coaster or like where you're or um or how fast it's going or mm-hmm. what direction it's going in what's unconditional is 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 your ability in, to occupy that space is your ability mm-hmm. and when you're occupying that space you're you're now giving yourself a chance to see everything through that lens like i just i I think I just uh, said that a little bit earlier through the through a lens that everything is serving you essentially and that everything is necessary and that all is aligned and that everything is really okay mm-hmm. and that all really is love mm-hmm. um, because that's the space that you're occupying yeah and I think that like that's what that means that's what Absolutely. unconditional love means is choosing to be in a state of alignment and abundance despite what the out- outside conditions are mm-hmm. at all times. And mm-hmm. I, that's why I said, like, that's a really, like, amazing space to occupy. Mm-hmm. Like, when you just don't know. You just don't be known. Because, like, I don't like to use the word, like, test because I don't really think any of this is, like, a test. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't... Th- th- that's not really, like, my language. There's but no if grade. anything, yeah. If anything is a test... Is when you in that space of you don't know what the fuck is happening, really, but mm-hmm. there's like an inner like knowing of like, bitch, I'm here. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's like such an amazing, yeah, that's something to be grateful for. Ooh, also. Um, that shit used to depress me, like. Yeah, same. Past, like, know? I used to be, like, my sad bitch level was on a thousand for years. And, like, it takes work. Mm. It does. It takes a lot of work. And I think, like, that will always be something that we touch on as we continue with Two Girls, One Gram, is that whatever you choose to walk in, like, even if, like, it's abundant, but it takes work to get there. And... But and stay it, there. Yeah. Because stay there. like like we just I just said, bitch, sometimes you could be yoink like real some quick. what a person can say one thing and bitch you crash. Yeah. And now you done popped out of the vortex. Right. You know what I mean? So I think the the work is is also a part of like making it a habit, making it habitual. Mm-hmm. 
making serving yourself something that is that is habitual to the point where it becomes something something that your spirit is just led by. Yeah. And that's just that's just how you move cuz that's just you're just your body has now memorized moving in a way that serves your highest good. Mhm. Ooh. That I think that that's like godhood to mm-hmm. me. That that's yeah. Yeah. That's Christ consciousness. talking about crystals and things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back like, to what crystals. What a word. Like, I was just like, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, um, Tree Agate is uh, also a really good crystal to use because we're talking about, like, clarity. Mm-hmm. And this specific crystal relieves clarity. It relieves um, your blockages and it helps you express your whatever. Mm-hmm. It helps you, it helps you articulate yourself better. And... I feel like, even with me too, I realized in these times of Mercury and Pisces from last week, like, I do talk in circles, and... <laughs> you said that, like, you had an intervention with yourself. I sure did, no name. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sometimes you talk in circles because of how I try to relay my feelings to people and then relay, like, an actual like, an actual happening between somebody. Like, I try to explain mm-hmm. my own emotional journey, and then I explain, like, the the physical phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that takes too long. And sometimes you get lost in the shuffle. And so I'm going to be using this tree agate. So it's not... I do have Virgo in my chart, so I feel like this is going to aid me. Just, like, if you, if you have it anywhere in your chart, like, you can feel all over the place... If or like you can be disgruntled by unorganization, um, so for me, I like sometimes I have unorganization with the way I articulate myself, and so that's something that I'm learning to do as long as I keep brace, keep bracing myself. Yeah, yeah. Keep practicing. Yeah, I feel like that's that's essentially what we always really like about practicing, mm-hmm. practicing love, practicing 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 Mm -hmm. because our bodies remember trauma why can't it remember healing right so practicing Hmm. do you believe in reincarnation in a way i guess i mean i honestly i really don't i think about uh uh what like life after death but at the same time um I don't, I don't, I'm not, like, attached to any, like, belief system, if that makes sense. Like, I think it definitely makes sense, though. Yeah. I think it definitely makes sense. I think that, like, I mean, and you know that uh, I watch a lot of, like, past life regression videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And shit like that. And I think that people, those people's experiences are real. Mm -hmm. You know, they're their experiences. And so, I mean, to me, I'm just not attached to any, like, when I die. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I when I exit this this vessel, and I experience what I, what the fuck I experienced, then I guess I'll know. Yeah. But that's why I'm not attached to any like. And I also think that maybe there's some merit to you experience what uh whatever you believe happens. If you mm-hmm. maybe if you believe that there's nothing, then you'll meet nothing. Yeah. And you'll just meet darkness, man. Because you... that's all your perception. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you know right. what I mean. 
Ooh, I don't know if you ever watched American Horror Story. I've never seen one episode of American Horror Story. That's probably for the best. It got it gets weird. <laughs> it's probably for the best. It gets weird. Yeah, season three, they um, it was like about witches in Louisiana and shit, but it was like a whole bunch of white women, so it was kind of stressful. But they were talking about like um, reincarnation mm-hmm. and like no, no, they weren't talking about reincarnation. They did like they had to go to hell. They had to go to hell and bring themselves back. It was part of the Seven Wonders test. And um, if they got stuck in hell, it was, like, their own version of hell. And, like, this girl that was stuck in hell, and she was just cutting open this frog in class and bringing it back to life because she could she, – that was, like, one of her powers. And then, the, and then the teacher would come and make her, like, dissect the live frog. And that moment just kept repeating over and over, and she was stuck there. So – I could definitely see that. I could see that, too. I could see... I don't know. I think that there's... I don't know. I think... Again, I think that, like, with hell, even, like, there... I know um, I've read a lot about uh, purgatory. Yeah. um, Heaven. um, Some people just believe in the light. Mm -hmm. You just go to the light. Yeah. Um, Everybody goes to the light. There is no... You know, I... I I never died, so I don't know. I mean, I know this is my thing. I I definitely can say that I don't think that I believe in hell. Mm. I can definitely, I can like probably say that I think that there is something to do with like, um, uh, I think, I don't know. I think because in a lot of ways, I think that we choose our lives. Like, I think that we like choose our parents before we portal here. Mm-hmm. I, th- I do kind of think that I feel in like order to like, I think that we kind of like loosely kind of choose certain things, but our life, like our parents and stuff like that being born into certain families in order to experience, have certain experiences that force us to grow in very specific ways so we can address specific trauma. Mm-hmm. And like we experience different lifetimes, maybe to like, to grow through different trauma uh, that we occurred during previous lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a possibility, you know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I do think that we, like, choose our parents and shit. And I think that we choose our names as well. As well as any name changes. I do think that Why we, do you... Like, I think that we choose all of that before we come here. Why would names? Names? Because yeah. I think names are powerful. And I think that... Um, I think that when our names are said correctly, when I think that when our names are spelled correctly, I think that they... Uh, Ooh, what's somebody... the word? Like invoke, uh, kind of like a code within like your DNA in a way. Like I don't even know how to put it, but I okay. Just intuitively, I just feel as though names are really like powerful. I know I like powerful as fuck. I know I like when people connect pronounce my name right. Me too, and I love when people spell my name correctly. Oh, I love that. Oh yes. You know my dad cannot spell my name right. You know what I what? Yes. <laughs> you know what I hate though. <laughs> Niggas be spelling my name wrong, and they've never seen it spelled wrong. So how did you, if you've only ever, look, no, for real. Because if you've met me, if you, like, met me online before you, like, met me in person. Oh, there's no reason. How the fuck are you spelling my name wrong, sis? How? How? It's on the you've internet. You've never seen it spelled that way a day in your fucking life. How? You've only seen me talking words. 
that should be fucking blowing my mind. That would be mad. And I've had people who I like consider friends felt like not friend friend people you know like friends, Mm -hmm. but not like I don't be telling these niggas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you know you have certain going out friends. You got like different types of different types of different types of niggas. Yeah. But I've had like certain people that I consider friends like actually do that shit, and I'm like, how did you? come up with this way how it's okay if we want to know birthday but not how to spell my name yeah i don't give a fuck about that no at all (laughs) at all me either but anyways um one thing that i have been thinking a lot about Mm. so i feel the need to recommend and we kind of did uh like recommend and touch on this last session was were the were the baths um, oh, yeah. And I really do want to recommend, like, some as far as like loving up on yourself. Um, maybe this is something that you can do if you don't want to spend money on a fucking spa. You know, you don't want to pamper. You could just pamper yourself at home. Mm-hmm. A really, really good herbal bath. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't you recommend some herbs? Oh, last week I did. Um, right. And so I do think that like herbal baths would are gonna be a really, really, really if you have a bathtub right now especially for like um if you are feeling a little bit more anxious if you are you know just kind of like feeling more confused or anything and you really just want to relax and you want to address the mind body and the spirit some herbs uh being put in the bath you know honestly i say citrusy things too because um we're still like citrus citruses are still like in their prime right now too and they also energize you and help you focus. Like Adora was saying, squeeze a little bit of lime or mm. in your water in the mornings. Like, I mean, well, maybe not at nighttime. If you're if you're getting ready for sleepy time, yeah, yeah, maybe not. then maybe not. But like, if you like taking baths during the day, yes, that'll energize you. Um, if you want to take take some baths at night, dandelion is really good. I usually Ooh. use it for my menstrual cramps, but it does it's also like in anti-inflammatory like i mean you could take a bath while you're in your period shit it makes you feel good it does it's also like a yeah anti-anxiety it's a calming um ooh, and peppermint too only because i think peppermint is such like a um it's a it's it's such like a focusing like herb you girl it, it's gonna it burn it out of you that's yeah. what it for some reason lately <laughs> my boo has been recommending peppermint uh castle soap to fucking everybody. And when I say that shit it's going to get your booty hole. It's going to get it. No. no. They've been recommending that to everybody lately. You know what soap would be nice? Peppermint castle soap. Hmm. Oh yeah. I I'm like I've I never heard, tried that. And I'm like, "Mom, where's your booty hole?" Why are you recommending that? I heard that boy, that comedian, like, talking about it. And he was talking about how it burned his booty hole. So I steered clear of it ever since. Because it just... No, but this time I'm I'm suggesting peppermint, too. Because... <laughs> it's going to burn it out of you. <laughs> Anything you got, it's going to burn it right up at you. It is. It really is. Not in a bad way. No. Not like tea tree oil bad. Ooh, oh my gosh. Not like that. Oh my gosh. Also, peppermint, peppermint tea, depending on what you get. I usually get like some regular schmegular store brand kind from H E B, but if you don't have that where you are, like 
I mean, peppermint tea, I realize is not as, like, potent as I thought it would be. Like, I thought it would burn my eyeballs. But I think, I think it really just depends on, like, the brand you get, too. Because yeah. sometimes it has, like, really sweet, like, really sweet, like, I don't know, mm. a really sweet aftertaste to it. And that's just really nice and keep your brain keep your brain organized and stuff like that mm. so organization is key this it really this is Walmart. utilize that mm-hmm. and i have and you know what's interesting is i have been like cleaning more than usual or keeping my space cleaner than like usually yeah i'm more of a let it get dirty and then clean it all the fuck up <laughs> right now i've been like actually been keeping it clean longer mm, so that's been nice that is nice i'm the i've been walking around my apartment like oh i need to change that i need to get a rug over there i need to get some paintings over there like really just wanting to redecorate my house i but... want a whole new dresser we i keep saying i need to be right yeah. ikea bitch yo listen that's like where i need to be yeah same Ooh. All right. That's all I have. Alrighty. I think we're done. Oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How long was that? 